Global Heart Design presents the Parental Toolbox Podcast. Hi, this is Dana Guido. And this is Jim Guido. We're going to talk today about being strength-based in all of our interactions. Our book, The Parental Toolbox, is based on strength-based communications, relationships, and teaching. I try to be strength-based in each of my roles, from clinician to clinical supervisor to teacher, because we know from current brain studies that focusing on the positive and identifying what we're grateful for and then thinking of the goals we want to accomplish reduces symptoms of both anxiety and depression. This then leads us to a fulfilled, joyful life personally and in all of our relationships. Also, in terms of studies, we've learned that people react very poorly to guilt, shame, or bullying. And a strength-based language prevents us from engaging in those type of ways of communicating to people. When you do shame people, it hurts their self-confidence and has them give up or become defensive or incapable of internalizing criticism or implementing our guidance and teaching. So therefore, being strength-based allows all the times that we're talking to our kids to be more successful and for them to not resist what we're saying. Basically, being strength-based means focusing on what to do rather than what not to do. As an example, we would say to be polite rather than telling our child to not isolate themselves. We might say, wait to speak when it's your turn rather than don't interrupt. We might say something like clean your room rather than you never clean your room. It's a mess. What are you going to do about it? We might say along the lines of, Today you have two hours of screen time. When would you want to do that? Do you want to do it at one time or chunk it down into bits? Rather than saying, don't spend all your day on the screen. What activities do you want to do today? We'll ask. We'd give them a menu. So rather than just, again, extinguishing or prohibiting them from doing something and saying, no, don't do this, we focus on what we want them to do. Another way of being strength-based is catch them being good. We talk about that in the book. We really like that phrase of catch them being good. We learned it many, many years ago, and both of us tried to use that model of, of looking for what a person is doing good. You know, we do it in our relationships with each other as well. We do it when we are working and personally. We're looking for what people are doing good so that we can praise specific behaviors or compliment them specifically on what they're doing that's good, especially if it's in an area, a problem area or an area that they're trying to make some changes in. Yes. Uh, we also mentioned in the book that oftentimes adolescents are prone to kind of feel that parents' job is just to keep life from being fun or that parents only focus on what they do wrong and never recognize what they do well. And so by giving them compliments and praising them, it opens them up and they don't think that we're just angry at them or we're not liking them at that time. They're able to listen to the criticism as criticism. The other time we can use this is praising and catching our partner or anybody that we're also co-parenting with when they're doing some things good and when they have maybe made a change. So we can catch all ages of people being good and talk about that. That's being strength-based. That in itself is strength-based. Yes, it's pretty much people's nature that when you get frustrated or exasperated with what's been going on, that you focus on what has been bothering you. And in strength-based, we try to find the aspects which 
are working, that are doing well. So if you see them and every time you put your attention to them, they're on the screens and they just aren't doing much activity and you've been talking to them how much you want them to be away from their screens at times and do things. We try to find whenever they're away from their screens and build on it, compliment them. You know, if they just go outside for 10 minutes and they shoot a couple of baskets or they go for even a walk around the block or they go to the store and get something by foot, that we talk to them about, gee, it was really nice to see you do that. And we use those to plant seeds to grow from. As a therapist, I often work with families and even individuals to look for these times that there's positive things going on and that they keep track of how many times do they make a comment about the positive. So you actually, on a piece of paper or in your handheld device or someplace, just keep track of whenever you make a positive comment to somebody. That's catch them being good. We also invite our kids to join with us, kind of step away from the screen and go for a walk or go to the store for something so that our inviting them is another way of focusing on a strength between the relationship about the positive way that we're building this relationship so that we're not just waiting for them to do something positive. We're inviting them and we're offering up some other things to do. That's being strength-based. Yes, and the catch them being good is everywhere you possibly can. The more you're praising your child, the more comfortable they're going to feel, the more confident they're going to feel. And we mentioned before that a lack of confidence makes it hard for your child to do as well as you would like them to do. Part of your praise is oftentimes we have a tendency when we give praise, we just give it very vague. We'll say like, good job, you rock, or some kind of terminology like that. Where the more specific we are with the praise, the more they know exactly it is that we like they were doing and they can replicate it. So again, that's very strength-based. So it isn't just saying good job. It is having them really feel and understand why you're so pleased with how they are being. And that's to be descriptive. Very important that we're descriptive and not judgmental. If we get used to being descriptive with praise, we'll also start to learn how to be descriptive when we are giving criticism. And descriptive criticism helps avoid what we talked about earlier about being shaming or having someone feel guilty or have them feel bad about themselves. If you say directly what they've done that is not up to your standards, you describe what they didn't do right when they cut the lawn or something like that or cleaned out the garage, then that's very specific. But if you just say it's a mess and you label them as being lazy or that type of thing, then again, you're just starting to have them get more defensive or feel worse about themselves and they'll be less open to your guidance. We know that strength-based communication also helps us raise expectations in a supportive fashion so that we are helping people make change and make some lasting change because we start to feel good about ourselves. The more that we can do this, we call this the frequency of teaching or the frequency of catch them being good. That helps dissipate anger. It helps us reduce our anxiety, as I said earlier, and reduce depressive symptoms because we are feeling better about ourselves. Basically, strength-based relationships has us all feel better and builds our connection to and with one another. We enjoy being strength-based because it's a kind of nice way to be in the world. Yes, yeah, so back up just a little bit. Terminology also I like to use is talk about when you're praising your kid and they're feeling good about themselves, that you're kind of building an emotional savings account. So when it is a difficult time and they've done something where they feel bad about it or they've done something which you feel they need to get some feedback on, some criticism on, they can draw on that emotional savings account and be less defensive, be less angry or uh, less hurt by what is being said. 
using a strength-based model for our communication and building relationships with others doesn't mean that we ignore our angry feelings or we try to suppress our sadness. It means that once we've identified those feelings or catch ourselves in a negative cycle, that we try to reframe our language to be strength-based. Strength-based language has our kids see that we are on their side and believe in them. With our spouse or coworkers, partners, and friends, it motivates, encourages, and supports the relationship. Strength-based language focuses on success and accomplishment rather than failure. It raises the bar and challenges rather than making negative predictions and insulting the other person. In each of the 31 chapters of the Parental Toolbox, we will explore how to use strength-based strategies and skills to create success and increase family unity and harmony. The Parental Toolbox is all about helping us lead a joyful life, having strong relationships, having connection to one another. And so we hope this podcast on building strength-based relationships, communication, and using it as a teaching tool is really helpful for you. Take care. Bye. Bye. This recording is a production of Global Heart Design in partnership with Warp Records. If you'd like to learn more about this content, please visit theparentaltoolbox.com.